This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. This is TechCrunch. Here's your daily crunch. Coming up, what will Microsoft's proposed policy to ban commercial open source apps mean? Medusa's open source e-commerce tool for JavaScript developers is aiming to take on Shopify, and the New York Times is turning Wordle into a board game. Microsoft caused considerable consternation in the open source community over the past month after unveiling a shakeup to the way developers will be able to monetize open source software. There are many examples of open source software sold in Microsoft's App Store as full-featured commercial applications, ranging from video editing software such as Shotcut to FTP clients such as WinSCP. But given how easy it is for anyone to reappropriate and repackage open source software as a new standalone product, it appears that Microsoft is trying to put measures in place to prevent such copycat imitations from capitalizing on the hard work of the open source community. Also, merchants building businesses on giant marketplaces often have to think inside the marketplace's box, but Medusa, a one-year-old e-commerce startup from Denmark, is going after e-commerce platforms like Shopify and WooCommerce with its open-source alternative aimed at the JavaScript developer community. Co-founders Sebastian Rindum, Oliver Jewell, and Niklas Gellner started the company a year ago, though they have been working on the software for four years with an initial customer. What they found was that they had to do some more coding workarounds and hacks than they thought should happen. Next, the New York Times is turning the popular online word game Wordle into a board game by teaming up with toy maker Hasbro. The media firm said Thursday that the board game, called Wordle the Party Game, will be released this October in North America. You can pre-order it on Amazon, Target, and Hasbro Pulse for $19.99. While the online version of Wordle is a single-player game where you have to guess a five-letter word in six attempts, the offline game tries to recreate the same experience while pitting you against against other players. Now let's see what's going on in the world of startups. With her new startup Granite, Runa Sandvik aims to help at-risk people like journalists and activists, but also politicians, lawyers, refugees, and human rights defenders from threats they face doing their work. 
Story, a startup which offers credit cards to underserved populations in Mexico, told TechCrunch it has raised an additional $50 million in equity at a $1.2 billion valuation. It also has secured $100 million in debt financing. With this latest raise, Story has raised more than $200 million in equity funding since its 2018 inception. And Systemic Capital, a backer of early-stage climate tech startups, says it has secured $70 million to kick off its second fund. The London-based VC aims to raise as much as $130 million more. That would mark quite a step up for the firm, which says it has funneled $30 million into 19 startups since 2018. As far as putting that money to use, Systemic says it is out to fund founders who are focused on making large industries and cities more efficient and sustainable. That's all for today. For more from TechCrunch, go to TechCrunch.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.